Welcome to the Blooming League of Original Podcasts. Welcome everyone to yet another episode of the Thrash and Treasure podcast, the podcast that pits two musical genres against each other. It's heavy metal versus musical theatre. It's me, Gareth, versus Aaron. How are you, Aaron? Yeah, pretty good, thanks. Yourself, mate? I'm good. I'm good. I've had a really good week. It's how was your Christmas? It was Christmas. It was quiet. I opened my presents and that, and that was that. So it was hope Santa was good to you. Santa bought me a jigsaw puzzle. So I was pretty oh, did he? He was pretty happy about that. Yeah. Oh, yep. so he got got you something so you'd sit in the corner and shut up. I literally sit in the corner of the table and I've been doing I'm not I, I've realized I'm not very good at jigsaw puzzles. That's all right. I'm having fun doing it. It's a it's a, a classic album cover, Alice Cooper. Welcome yep. to my nightmare. So yeah, that was a that was fun. And awesome. I, and I drank too much and didn't quite eat too much, so that's a win as well. Hey, that was what I did too. Mm. The only difference is that I don't normally drink. Mm. I hadn't actually had a drink since my last night on the ship last year. God, that's a long time. On my, my birthday cruise, mm. which was, I think, April 10th was the last night. And then we got off. No, it, was, it would have been April 11th. And then we got off on the 12th. We didn't get off on the 12th. We got off every other night. But we mm. disembarked on the 12th. Yeah. Yep. But I'm sh- so I hadn't had a drink in over a year and a half. Whoa. And then Boxing Day, my blessed sister-in-law said the magical word, hmm. scotch. Mm-hmm. Yep. And me being me and mm. being appalled by you pouring water into your whiskey, I had straight whiskey shots, mm. eight of them. Okay. And then came home and rampaged the internet with really loud music on, mm. which... I sit here now thinking, oh shit, it was so loud. I'm surprised the police weren't called. And then, yeah, I just went to sleep and it took me about four days to recover. (laughs) Okay. I don't recommend it, kiddies, but she said the magic word. What was I supposed to do? I did a similar thing before Christmas. I was out lunch with with some people and we ended up at a whiskey bar and yeah, it didn't end well. I, I got home eventually and I have to thank a friend of me, friend for getting me home safely, but yeah. Straight straight scotch after too many beers. Not a great way to finish the night, but anyway. No, neither is straight scotch after a year and a half of even not yeah, drinking. Like, even and even it, worse, yeah. It's not even that I was a problem drinker or anything like that. It's just that like there's I don't have any need to drink. Mm. I don't I don't really want to try. I don't like hangovers. I like partying and and dancing and Mm. you know getting up on a dance floor but then the next day i just feel so shit yeah Uh, and it's okay when you're on a cruise because then you can just keep drinking and 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 spend (laughs) that whole two weeks plastered yeah but no like i i had to sober up and start working again and so by 10 o'clock i that was it my party was over but no i don't like drinking alone so it's yeah drinking alone's a bit sad it's not funny i mean i I'll have a... I'll no offence to anyone out there who does enjoy hey, drinking alone. You I'm, wanna, I'm sure yeah. you're fulfilled by that, but uh, that's not for me. Yeah, and then I just do stupid things like tweeting song mm. lyrics and yeah. rampaging the internet. So I'm, I apologise to anyone who had to put up with my uh, drunken tweetery and Facebookery. Alcohol and social media, not a not a great mix at the best of times. So 
No. Anyway, no, it's there's not. still, you know, there's the delete button, but, you know, or or you just suck it up. Oh, well, there it is. Well, actually, I thought about that. And you know what? I went on Facebook and I saw that the, the topmost post was a song lyric from Forever Young. <laughs> and I thought to myself, do I delete this no. or do I leave it just in case I drop dead? And that's the that's the topmost post on my what Facebook. What was Aaron's Aaron's <laughs> final words? Forever young. Yep. Like, that is legitimately what went through my mind. <laughs> I'm sort of like, do I delete it? Do I not? What if I, you know, because I I I'm gonna leave that there just in case because that would just be so incredibly poetic, yep. and then people might buy my books. That was my motivation. <laughs> that's when you're gonna get rich and famous, as you know, as every great starving artist you've got to die first so i know yeah I know. which is which is kind of sad so you know people buy it's the tonneson tales don't wait for aaron to die to read the book read it now oh and 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 unfortunately it has happened to somebody who produced something incredibly remarkable that i believe you may have spent the week with rent would that be rent? this is rent i yes. didn't know that didn't you i no. I, I thought that would that. have been you found that in your research. No, I didn't do any research. Oh, he, yeah, okay. I'll, 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 I'll I've just buried the lead. Right. No, right. I didn't bury the lead. I just came too soon. I did a you. You did a me. You just <laughs> not going there. No, not going there. Now I did some research because I was listening to it, and I thought, well, I have to do research. And the musical was Rent, and this was a big deal apparently back in the day, back in whenever it was. I don't know. 96. Was it 96? Okay. Yeah. For some reason, this was a global phenomenon. And I'm still yet to wonder why. And I know it's, it's won Tony Awards and it's won it's won a shed load of awards, to be perfectly honest, hasn't it? Yeah. It's, it's quite a... It's quite the... Um, and there was a film adaptation, which had which I haven't watched and I won't. It won one, two, three, four Tony Awards and was nominated for about 10. And it won a Pulitzer Prize for Drama, which I didn't know was an award. But there didn't you go. Me. I didn't know there was a Pulitzer Prize for Drama. I thought it was just the Pulitzer Prize for Literature and that was it. Anyway, it won a lot of awards and I don't know why. Also, you know, Jethro Tull beat Metallica for best metal act once too so for the grammys so you know what do awards mean i struggled like shit with this musical why i really okay the first oh, you're an awful person you hate aids i hate yeah i know when i started looking into it i said <laughs> you know what he's not he's not gonna he's not gonna guilt me into liking this and saying nice things <laughs> because of the subject matter all right that was not my intention at all. Okay, maybe a little, little, little bit. You know what? I'm sitting here going, you bastard, you did it again. Don't give me <laughs> important, strong stories that need to be told. And, and this, don't don't give me that because it's not fair. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be blackmailing to liking it because it's about AIDS and it's and it was a terrible scourge and it you know we're still struggling with it and all that sort of thing. I wanted to like it and in fact I the first song the first actual song rent is quite catchy last year's rent I quite like that I didn't like the voicemail it's not sung and it's not spoken and there's no music it's kind of halfy arsty and I thought why not just make it like an actual voicemail just play it straight like that or sing it 
don't don't half ass it. So that annoyed me about it. And then by <laughs> halfway through this, I was so bored. I was just like, okay, what what's what's going on? I don't really care. And I started I started watching Buffy. No, I didn't. You are so cold. I'm a horrible, horrible. That's cold. I'm a That's... horrible person because you, you would you would shit on one of my favorite things <laughs> by using one of my other favorite things. <laughs> That's only, cold. Only because the full series of Buffy's now on stand, so I can watch the whole thing start to finish. Well, it has been for a year and a half. Has it? Where have you been? Oh, I've just discovered it because I was. I've already gone through it three times, right. and I have it on DVD. <laughs> Anyway, I didn't watch Buffy. I was still listening to this, but I was doing other things. It was kind of it was kind of background noise for me, and it's a real it's a shame because it's a bunch of it's set in New York, and I love New York. But everyone who goes to New York loves New York. That's such a cliche, but I do love I do love the city. It's a bunch of basically starving artists, you know, musicians and filmmakers, and and there's drug addicts and there's HIV going through there, which you know that's a that's an actual thing. That's that's what happened. So you know, for those of us who've been around long enough, remember when you know when it became quite the you know it was a bit of an epidemic through a lot of a lot of the world, and it was horrible, and no one understood it, and people were dying. Good good people were dying. So, well, yeah, presidents wouldn't even face up to it. Yeah, yeah, and it was such a. Alright, I was alive. Yeah, Thank there you. was such a horrible amount of misinformation well surprise surprise oh, yeah. and it was amplified because then you could demonize a whole community so all the gays just going to demonize them based, yeah. based just, on that so you know just remember that the same people who once would empty a swimming pool yeah because a gay man swam in it mm. Now refuse to wear a mask mm. because the government is telling them to. Now just stop and think about those two things, about the hyperbolic nature of both of it, that they're, they're believing into conspiracies on both sides. Mm. Uh, but yeah. it's okay to, it's okay for you to drain a swimming pool because the gay man's swimming it, but you're not willing to wear a mask to help protect your community, but you yeah. call yourself a patriot. Mm. You are the Benny. I'm the Benny. Oh, okay. So I'm the landlord. This is a funny thing. I'm a landlord. So, well, okay. <laughs> no, you're the friend who sold out, bought right. the building you're living in, uh, and now she's trying to kick them out because they won't give you money. Yes. Okay. That's, that's what you're being. You're being the Benny. Now, uh, rent isn't political. A lot of people would like to place politics on it. But when did you ever hear any mentions of politics? No, it's, it's about capitalism. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not political. Selling out. Yeah, it's not political at all. Um, yeah, no. Benny. Benny totally. Benny totally sold out because he was there. He was their friend and roommate, and then he got married, and then just he became the man. Yep, that's the fabulous Tay Diggs, who we'd all know from lots of movies, like How Stella Got Her Groove Back. Okay, another one I haven't seen. I think he was in that. Okay, I don't know. I'm, I might be pulling that out of my ass. Yeah. And then, like a lot of the these guys went on to be big stars after this okay idina menzel hello let it go frozen okay gonna have to say two movies i haven't seen not surprisingly no but that's where she went from from right. rent to then okay. the biggest animated movie ever in yeah. frozen 2 well so far anyways it'll probably mm. be um, yeah beaten but oh, i'm really surprised anyway I... look this Okay, on its face of it, this should have worked for me. 
It should have. It should have. It's got it's got rock music and it's got um it's got a really strong story and it's a it's a it's a really sad tragic story and um there's some really sweet moments in it and there's see there's some songs that I really didn't like and light my candle was one of them. I just I that just grated me and I think it was more and I don't know who that I know the, the the character was Mimi, but I don't know who played her. Daphne Rubin Vega. Okay, sorry, Daphne, that voice. There's certain voices, and everyone has this with artists and musicians, that there's some voices that you, you, you just don't grab you. For me, my number one voice that does not grab me is Kate Bush. Oh. I just... Don't go there. Oh, I'm I'm quitting this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> my my girlfriend's a That's huge Kate deep. Bush fan. We have we have fun. So I don't know what it is, but there's something about her voice that just doesn't do it for me. And that light my candle as as a beautiful song. It is. I couldn't listen to it. It's got such a, you know, there's they've got they've turned off the heating and they've turned off the power and there's only one match left. And you know, light my candle. And then she wants to share the candle, which is really nice. Because that's what we do when we're, you know, bohemians living in New York with literally nothing. So I think she might want to share a little bit more than that. Well, I didn't want to get. Yeah, okay. It to to be perfectly honest, it was it was a struggle. It this one felt like, and it's long. I mean, come on, it's over two hours long, and that's just the the soundtrack. So I'm telling you, 100%, I would have been asleep before the second act in this one. Well, 100%. okay, the, most of the show's on the CD anyways. Yeah. Um, there's a few things, like the funeral that they cut out, like people giving speeches at the funeral, which is just heartbreaking. Okay, I'm I'm glad you struggled, but I'm <laughs> so disappointed in you. <laughs> oh, no. I thought, no, this is a surefire. I had this on my list of surefire successes, which was three out of, oh, no, two out of two successes so far mm. with come from away mm. oh hang on no i hadn't put the prom on there because i didn't expect you no, to like it see. how Not did you one. like the prom <laughs> i knew you were going to do this and i knew you loved this because you had the i have the you... fucking t-shirt on. <laughs> what are you talking about i have posters on my wall oh i thought that was going to be the case because you had the the cd of the original recording you want make sure that i listened to the right one and and didn't get didn't get the well, right I one. I always and... make sure you listen yeah. to the right one. That yeah. was no different this time. Yeah. There's. I just knew that the full version wasn't available on Spotify. And it's not. No, it's just the highlights of... in the movie and, and the live yeah. version that they did last year on TV that they censored some of the lyrics, which wasn't as bad as what people. Seriously, though, what lyrics would they censor out of this? I mean, there's a little bit of swearing in it, but. So what? Close on Roger, whose girlfriend April left a note saying we've got AIDS before slitting her wrist before in the bathroom. Before slitting her wrist, yeah. Okay, well, that comes up quite early in the piece I, too. That I mean, I think actually, no, I think they might have left that in. Uh, what okay. the, they left took out the swearing, obviously. Yeah. But there a few things at the start they changed, which I don't think they needed to because I think that opening is so incredibly crisp as it is and fine. Like, they didn't need to add a bunch of lyrics to over-explain things, mm, mm. you know? And, and this is one CD that I do know word for word, note for note, that <laughs> I don't even need it on. And I could sit here for two hours and sing the whole show and act every single moment mm. of it. 
And you should it, do a one-man show on that. I would pay to see that. Well, if I was going to do that, it would be in a character. <laughs> Anyways, like, I, anyway. you know, I really... And, and this was based on an opera. Yeah, yeah I did I did discover that. Yep, by Puccini. There's a warning sign already. Me and Puccini, not great, not great fans of uh, his work due to all the Italian singing and falsetto. What do you got against falsettos? I love falsetto. One of my, you know, some of my favourite bands just hit the falsetto like you wouldn't believe. So it was too long. There was a finale and then there was a second finale. I'm like, come on, just be done with it. Can I, can no, I, can I please no. just stop now? That's please, because please stop. Mimi yeah. is dying. Oh, see, I do you know what? I think because it, it just didn't that... it didn't hit any real notes for me. I I started to kind of switch off and I wasn't paying that that much attention. And the voicemails keep coming up and then while I was still raging in my head about how much I disliked the way they did the voicemails, um I was missing the next song. So maybe well, I should have just watched the movie. I don't know. Maybe no the the Filmed live on Broadway versions better. Okay, because it's yeah. they did it in the last week with the the final cast. Okay, I was absolutely just hanging out for some campy, cheesy, jazzy musical numbers rather than the slucky, rocky kind of, you know, sentimental whatever it was. Well, that's fair enough. Yeah, but yeah. I'm still so I'm shook. <laughs> I am absolutely uh, shook. How, if uh, I I look at, you didn't hate Hello Dolly, mm. a new brain graded on you. Yeah. Is, okay, fine. I think I've got a, I think I've got Did a Billy Finn. Um, I've got a Billy Finn phobia. Just a, just as a. <laughs> well, game on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh look, I'm I hmm. I am absolutely shook. Okay, where's my notes? I, I did write down some notes because really? there's. I don't write on, notes stuff. on my own stuff. I only write notes on you. I don't even write um, notes on your stuff. I expected you to have a lot more to say about it. Mm. I guess. I, I guess I overthunk it. I think you might have. I just want it to be over. Oh. And it and like I said, I understand it is a you know it's a very powerful story and it's a very sad story and. and all these things, which I'm actually discovering it's about. It's not sad. It's about... uplifting. I mean, it's sad when Angel dies, but that's 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 not the point of it is to be sad. The point of it is there is no day but today. I would smack you if you were sitting yeah. right next to me right now. I am so disappointed. No, I wouldn't smack you. I don't believe in violence. No. But I would emotionally torture you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been I've been sufficiently sufficiently tortured having to listen to. I think I've I've spent. You know, six hours of my life listening to rent, and um, and I'm really a little bit sad because um, one of the it. and I only just and I've only just discovered this that the Anthony Rapp who played Mark Cohen is in um, Star Trek Discovery, and I actually really like his character in that. So there we go. He's the guy that brought down Kevin Spacey. Oh, is that him? Yeah. Okay. I don't pay enough attention to the gossip, so okay. Oh, that's him. No, I know him as as the the dude that fires up the spore drive in um, Star Trek Discovery. I say I don't so, watch that. No, there we go. There we go. So that's I'm just, not a nerd. That's my thing. Yeah, no, I'm, I I I just mm. I cannot believe this. Mm. Probably, maybe I don't know. This is theorizing. Mm. Jonathan Larson, who is 
mostly responsible for music and lyrics, mm. um, obviously with B- Billy Aronson. He died the morning of the first preview. Ah. Oh. So he never got to see the show oh, in that's... its finished form. That's because, a pre- yeah, previews are testing. Mm. They're test audiences like you do with a film. Mm. And, you know, they're tri- technical rehearsals. Sometimes things won't be finished or whatnot, right? You know, and a lot of times injuries happen during previews. So someone could go through the whole three-week pre- uh, preview period or whatever and mm. on the final preview get an injury and on opening night their understudy has to take over, which is what happened. I, I think it, that's what happened with Xanadu. Okay. Uh, yep. With um, the, the male lead in that had to quit during the previews mm. because of, of injury. I think it was that one. I, I'm not quite sure. But, yeah, so he, he he didn't get to see the show. And, and I've heard the 1994 New York Theatre mm. Workshop demo uh, edition. Mm. Uh, uh, what would you call it? The, uh, the original mm. demo. Yeah, well, basically the original demo, the, the reading. And it's pretty terrible. Okay. So what they... Oh, no, there's some good songs on it, like... And, and some I wished had have got left in the show. Mm. But I think what how it, it came out is just so incredibly... It's exhilarating to see live. Those those young kids... Well, they're not young kids. They're, you know, in their 20s or whatnot. But mm. a lot of the times they're, they're so excited to be on stage. They're so excited to be in this show. It's compared to something like Wicked which I saw in Melbourne, but I felt sitting there in a couple of rows from the front, it Mm. was cold. They, it felt labored. Okay. It's like they were just, that they were phoning it in or not phoning it in. They they still, you know, put it, put in their their efforts, but there was no warmth or excitement from the cast. Mm. Like there, there is every single time I see rent. Okay. Uh, because the cast is so electrified by what they're doing that the message is so deep in so many artists of, of you know, of keeping at it and stuff like that and and, and not living with regret, mm. um, which is something we all need to do. Like, there's so many messages in this. And, and you look at the song Seasons of Love, that was done and still is done by every friggin' school at their end-of-year concerts. I'm surprised you haven't heard it. Uh, no. That song where they sing down the, the How Do You Measure a Year, the 525,600 minutes. Yeah, I was already gone by then. Really? Wow. <laughs> Rent heads go after him. Rent he heads. hates AIDS. And he hates gay people. <laughs> yes. And he hates Latinos. And he hates blacks. I and hate... he hates drag queens. Just... And he, he hates... Bisexual, cisgendered males. Yes, I do. I'm a I'm a straight white male. I hate everybody because yep. you're all beneath me. Wow! Stop being poor. Yeah. Oh, I got. I know. It's all right. No, no. It's, just a little bit of Paris. Just, just a bit of Paris Hilton for you. I thought I'd. It is completely in. characteristic of you to hate rent. <laughs> <laughs> one out of five. What? Yeah. Okay. I'm giving it one. So I am so glad I take the time to actually write a review out. Yeah. Because then I know that my reactions aren't reactionary or my, my <laughs> reviews aren't reactionary. 
Like I've actually got physical proof right here of what oh, I well. might think of something. Well, my physical proof was banging my head against the wall. But anyway. Oh, well, it must have been an improvement in the end. It, it, anyway. it, it, it was, but anyway. Uh, I, I took that the wrong way because you... I was meant to, be, meant to be about rearranging features. I was, yeah. But I worded it wrong. But I did... Um, <laughs> I'm so disappointed. I did. I, I, I... I know. And I went and, and I did what I always do, which was yeah. went and listened to the album that I gave you um, at, at the end of it and went, oh, that's so much that's so much better. I wonder what Aaron thought of Stuck Mojo's Here Come the Infidels. Well, I'll tell you, Aaron's ah. still stuck on your reaction to Rent for the, <laughs> for the minute. I need to sit down, even though I already am. Mm. I sh- maybe you should have told you. Shit. Yeah, no, more I'm... more more rock in my rock ob- opera, please. Needs more rock. Okay, I'll Not I'll remember rock. that. Not enough rock and one star. You yeah, it was brutal. Okay, I I, I just want to say a, a huge shout out to all my left wing and right wing friends out there. <laughs> Hi, I love you. <laughs> when I f- oh okay, so you gave me a a band called Stuck Mojo, yes. which I was like, oh, I love those top ten videos. What? Oh, that went way over your head. Completely. Um, did, did Watch Mojo, that stupid YouTube channel. I actually unfollowed okay. all of their channels oh, that I was sorry. following. I don't like, I, no. Well, you gave me the their most recent effort. Mm-hmm. Here comes the Infidels, mm. which I had really no reaction to. <laughs> but when I first saw the album cover, I genuinely thought it was a man bending forward with his low hangers dangling out of his boxer shorts. <laughs> Only to click the link and find out it was a drawing of a dude's face with the eyes covered. And judging by the patriotic Americana feel of the face coloring, covering, I guessed it was a picture of a right-wing gentleman. Which is an easy conclusion to arrive at when you've seen so many right-winged American men bending forward with their balls out. They really do take it like a man, don't they? Oh. Uh, all right, where was I? <laughs> oh, yeah, balls. Uh, mm. Anyways, upon hearing the first track, the eponymous Here Come the Infidels, I wasn't quite sure if this was parody or legitimate. However, it did become rather clear to me very quickly that the cardigan over the shoulder polo playing using Daddy's credit card set should stop picking up instruments. Mm. Not that trust fund babies can't be talented, nor are they incapable of starting a bad, sorry, band, Freudian slip, especially one worthy of such an electrifying genre as rap metal. But upon this first track, which sounded more like mockery of the genre, I wasn't quite sure this bad, sorry, band, Mm. Freudian slip, had either the flow, rhythm, or the genuine angst from oppression that one comes to expect from professionals in that field. Rap is a very difficult genre to pull off. Just ask Izzy Agalia. Iggy Azalea? <laughs> Whatever her name is. I'm kidding. I don't actually know who she is apart no from a person. No Anyways, the second track started, the stupidly named Rape Whistle, and immediately pardon me, the lyrics got me thinking. Firstly, hearing the stupid words Thought Police made me think about how many actual real-life psychics are out there that can actually genuinely read minds well enough to police your thoughts. It's mm. just a dumb idea 
that stems from social media. See, what happens there is someone on the left wing will say something like, trans women are women. And then the right wing will catch on to that and start tweeting deliberately provocative, deliberately bigoted, deliberately defiant tweets for no other reason than to piss off the left wing. Which, of course, then the left wing gets pissed off and starts spreading the word to report that person, have them fired from their job, or whatever. To which the right wing start crying, Thought police! But guess what, numbskulls? It isn't a thought when you have gone out of your way to provoke somebody! Which leads me to my main point. These push-and-pull attitudes have been getting louder and louder for the past decade that does not surprise me that it's seeped into music and art. Doesn't surprise me, but does make me sad. But like a good boy, I stuck to my guns, as this Atlanta, Georgia outfit clearly does. But whilst the loud, obnoxious, poorly conceived music blasted through the surround sound, my mind wandered in and out of thoughts. Firstly, I wondered why someone as staunchly left-wing as Gareth would be so into a bad, sorry, band, Freudian slip, whose music reads like like it's designed to piss him off. Secondly, I got thinking about how I'm too stupid to comprehend either side's doctrines, so continued to live my own life, box-stepping to my own beat. Not left, not right, but the middle finger to both. Knowing in my heart what's right and wrong, and treating everybody with dignity and respect, unless they prove to me they're a dick, or a ranger, or both. Mm. Hi, Gareth. But whilst I'm too self-centred and stubborn to bother picking a side... This means I do not buy into this either with us or against us childish schoolyard bullshit. I do like to think that I understand human behaviour. Okay, that's a lie. You're all fucking harder to understand than Sondheim sheet music, seriously. But I do notice patterns, nuances, and most importantly, motivations. And one thing I've noticed many, many, many times over the past decade is a rise in deliberate pushback from both sides. Which leads me to activist-driven art. The more this behaviour goes on, the more both sides are becoming more concerned about producing art designed only to appeal to their political wing, as if entertainment should only appeal to like-minded folk. And that's good and all for niche markets, or perhaps even genre-related materials such as religious music or torture porn horror movies. But this niche is now the norm which is why there will be such pushback from the opposition when something is perceived as pushing any agenda. Examples include Ghostbusters 2016 was perceived as being a left-wing, feminist-driven virtue signal, and so was met with backlash from a rather large, pathetic group of hypocrites who claimed they didn't need a new Ghostbusters, and yet celebrate the upcoming Ghostbusters 3, which they don't see as pushing a feminist agenda on them. Another example is the recent Mandalorian episode featuring the vocally right-winged Gina Carano, which was accused of promoting her conservative ideals. But is it not entirely possible that art as activism is just as toxic as deliberate defiance, since neither side is clearly going to ever be satisfied, and nowadays it just all seems to be getting, it seems to be about getting one up on the competition? And why is politics a competition and not a perpetual puzzle for us all to work together to unravel? Why not? Because we have ridiculous notions such as thought police. So basically what's happened is the right wing have felt so awfully scandalised, the poor dears, by being told not to be racist or homophobic or whatever. And so the response is to throw around buzzwords like thought police or tyrannical or taking my freedoms away. 
to then incite like-minded people to fist bump the air and produce nonsense bullshit, which they name Rape Whistle, for no other reason than to incite and spite their opposition. Because lo and behold, once those thoughts are vocalised, they are no longer thoughts. And it's just never one person deliberately provoking. They send their wolves by the hundreds, even the thousands. Anyways, I said a few episodes ago that art is already activism, and I also said there was a line and that certain instances or topics may fall out of those boundaries, which would lead me to question their intention. And I refuse to let my morals dictate how I approach art. But it is rather difficult to approach art when the creator's intent is so bleedingly obvious, bashing me over the head, like, I get it, the left wing are terrible. Horrible people. Oh my god. They pressure you into treating minorities into respect. That's just simply awful. Boo-hoo. Man the fuck up. Seriously. And I get it. The right wing deliberately say awful things to upset you. They shouldn't be allowed employment. Should they left wing? Yeah, let's get them all like Pokemon. For fuck's sake, I'm bored now. I'm bored of the left wing saying don't be racist and I'm bored of the right wing responding with deliberately provocative comments that are clearly based in hatred. And I'm sick of the right wing tweeting abortions are bad and I'm sick of the left wing responding with proud provocative statements describing their abortions in detail. I may be alone in this, but when your actions or comments exist for no other reason than to piss off your political opposition, I struggle to take you seriously. And this behaviour isn't even confined to these two issues. And what change is actually being made? Nothing. Because as soon as one activist side gets what they want, gets what they want, the opposition takes it away because it didn't play into what they activised, activismed, activated for. And in the end, their artist activism ends up becoming masturbatory gloating, which is what most of the songs on this album sounded like. But hey, as long as they get their fist bumps from their women-hating basement dwellers, who am I to judge, right? Which is maybe why I struggled to take this bad, sorry, band, seriously, Freudian slip. Nothing I gleaned from this album struck me as genuine to the genre, nor were the lyrics anything I could connect to. And if their idea of oppression is being told they can't be racist, then those poor babies. Maybe they need to add a few tiny violins to this redneck rap rock rubbish. I've read these types of sentiments many times. This pathetic idea that a person not wanting bigotry or discrimination is an oppressive regime. And if you truly believe that, then this bad, sorry, band, Freudian slip, may just be for you. Having said all this, I said somebody who has, I, sorry, I am somebody who has friends of all religions, politics, colors, creeds, and football teams. I treat them all with love and respect and learn their languages and cultures, although I'm fussy about food, but that's another story. Anyways, I'm also somebody who isn't inclined to trash friends over differing political opinions. In fact, I often feel very much alone in my morals and beliefs since they don't include deliberately mistreating people based on politics. I am also someone who has been trashed many times, blocked, unfriended, unfollowed because I refused to march to someone else's beat. And also, I have lost many friends because I refused to dump my other friends who didn't share the dumpy's beliefs, which has affirmed my political stance more and more each time. So I would be a hypocrite if I listened to and judged any musicians whose politics were so loud and obnoxiously front and centre, left or right wing. 
But to cut a long story short, the album just wasn't very good. It came off as smarmy, misguided, and sounded like it was conceived from reading conspiracy blogs that lead with everyone else's fake news. You know, the same people who have refused to wear masks all year? Where a band like Body Count has deep, relatable lyrics, Stuck Mojo's Here Come the Infidels was conservative Twitter 101, and if I wanted that, I wouldn't have muted words like Trump, Libtard, or Clinton. And I would look beyond my own notifications for a change. I reiterate, I genuinely do not care what your politics are, nor do I care when something is political by nature. I can watch the West Wing and not feel like I'm being beaten over the head, which is a feeling that this album is far too conspicuous to achieve. And finally, I have to wonder why I'd be given a bad, sorry, band, Freudian Slip, mm. who, who rhymes so perfectly with Suck Joe Blow. Oh. Half, half a star for that rhyme alone. That was fucking... What was that album? Seriously, that was my friends. That was my Twitter friends released an album. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and I... Look, I disagree with them on so many levels. Mm. And this year, I've made it known they have disappointed me. Mm. Because a lot of the times with politics, it's been, yeah, deliberate pushback and forth. And it's been a bit of fun. It's been a bit of circus. But shit's real. Mm. Look at America, the state of USA at the moment. Yeah. So when I heard this album, I thought, this is them. This They would fist bump the air purely because this exists. doesn't matter if it's good or not. It's just that it plays into their politics that they're going to be like, yeah, fuck yeah, we like this shit. But that's exactly what it is. It was shit. Sorry, but body count. Amazing. <laughs> Stuck mojo. What the fuck was that? And I'm not, I promise you, Gareth, uh... I promise you, I am not even reacting to your rent review. <laughs> right? I promise you. All of that was written. That's oh, I how know. worked up oh, I, I got by this album. Wow. Seven and a half pages. It, and there was more. There was more I cut out. I'm just glad there was a reaction. I got I I can tell you when this came out in twenty this came out in twenty sixteen I gave it nine and a half out of ten. Why oh, you're so staunchly left wing? Oh, though. not make me uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Kidding. Okay. Stu- racism yeah. stuck mojo. I've had two black lead singers. So the the current one Robbie is the only white lead singer that they've ever had. They're they're from the deep south. And the song Verbal Combat is a shout out to. Chuck D, Public Enemy, or Anthrax as well. But as, you know, it's a it's a shout out to the uh, pioneers of of rap, Run DMC, whole thing. I so, I would you know. like to state that the conservative friends that I have come in all different shapes, sizes, yeah. and colors. Yeah. They are not yeah. all white American peoples. Okay. Yeah. For starters, oh, so okay. that means nothing. Okay. All right. That. I think of it. Look at Joy Villa. I can I can see how this would how it would look. I don't personally. Look, yeah, you've I, gone from hating okay. rent, which is about gay people and AIDS, oh, yeah, to I loving know. this conservative band. Been, I'm starting to think I've of just, worry about you, I've Gareth. I've just been I've just been outed. I know the guys, some of the guys in the band, and they're good. They're good guys. I don't see. Look, I actually there's you know songs. Worst person on earth just calls out hypocrisy, and this and that song actually calls out activists musicians 
with their hypocrisy going, you've got to ban guns and all the rest of it, and they walk around with fully armed bodyguards and that sort of thing. So, yes, because yeah. fans are psychos. Yeah, I know, but I'm sick of hearing that argument. I really am. There's okay. got to be balance. Yeah. Um, all right. Look, I yeah. and I understand, and people have reputations at stake. They have fans. They they you know they they want to serve their fans right mm. they're more a lot of the times more concerned with serving their fans than they are anyone who's not a fan mm. right and so and they read the audience they read their audience and they see you know anyway i I think that sorry i just i think it's a ridiculous argument because of course they're going to have armed security if they take away that we would have more psychopaths getting to them and killing them than we already have had in the past. Mm. And and look at, um, who was it? Uh, the nanny, Fran Drescher. She wasn't even famous at the time, but they had anyway. someone break in and, and, and I think she, she might have gotten raped during that. And she wasn't famous, but imagine then what, what it was like when she was on The Nanny, one of the biggest sitcoms in the world. Yeah, she would have needed security. Yeah. It's plain and simply, like, Look what happened to, to, to the Getty family. Like someone kidnapped their grandchild and he turned around and said, no, I'm not giving you money. I think I saw <laughs> I that. I think he did. Have... I think I saw that film. Well, um, I see the, film? I don't know. the grandson ended up doing porn in Italy. <laughs> A playgirl. Oh, that's weird. Okay. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. And then he got disowned by the family. I don't know. It's that's weird. the Getty family. I'm, look, I'm not really into nepotism myself but also what i'm not into is mm. this deliberate pushback because everything is becoming a deliberate like wearing a badge of honor and everything i mean on both sides of it doesn't matter what it is it's like soon we're going to have to start wearing actual badges to say i believe in this i support abortions oh. or i'm against abortions yep. or i support trans or i'm against trans Sorry. and we're going to have to identify with a bunch of fucking badges yeah because that's where that's where we're headed that's just boring you know and 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 i really did just i, I this left a bad taste in my mouth yeah. because for, for a lot of reasons mm. that i i stated in seven and a half pages yes i did get that and I, I'm not against political stuff i i make that very clear what i am against is misguided bullshit conspiracy bullshit twisting things around like this as i say thought police is absolute bullshit because once you vocalize those thoughts it is not a thought anymore and so when 200 of you are coming down on one trans person which i have seen this sort of shit right and you're all coming down saying comments like well you're not really a woman or you're a pervert and stuff like that that is not thoughts you understand, people? You are sending harassment to a person. So then, when you get banned from Twitter, that is not the thought police. That is not Twitter being tyrannical and reading your fucking posts and singling you out to block you. No, that is you inciting fear in someone or upset in someone, and they have responded by reporting you. You have earned that. It is nothing to do with thought police. That is a ridiculous fucking notion. We're not in a superhero movie, people. Mm. So that, straight away, I'm like, I know who these people are. I'm friends with these people. I will have these same conversations and talk to them in exactly the same way that I'm talking now 
right, with with the anger and the snideness in my voice because the, the distaste for this behavior, I think it's pathetic. But we're still friends at the end of the day because they accept that I don't agree and I accept that they don't agree. Mm. The problem is at the moment now we're just separating society into our two sides and so there's going to be right-wing art and there's going to be left-wing art and for those of us in the middle who are too stupid to keep up, what the fuck are we supposed to do? Mm. We're, we're, we're the children in this divorce. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised. That surprised me. Because as you pointed out, I am decidedly more left-wing than you are. You are, very. Probably. probably. But then, you Staunchly know. left-wing. I'm, but I'm, I, look, I, but I'm, you know, I'm comfortable. White man in the suburbs. What have I got to worry about? I haven't heard their previous efforts before. Mm. So maybe they weren't always this um, this loud and obnoxious about about it all yeah, and, and and about believing into conspiracies. And I, I do believe they did quite an older band, but then split up for a few years or something. But as I said, like I just, I was left with such, it, it, it just left me angry. It's like that video game that someone put out, which was about Jesus going around shooting left people and shooting gays and, and stuff like that. Like that's that not, there's no artistic integrity in that. You are merely sharing your political opinions with us in a game where like-minded people can then go around and live out their fantasies of shooting gay people. You see, mm. there's that's that's crossed the line. I know Trump has sent a lot of right-wingers over to the left-wing, but the way that the left-wing are reacting to things are driving people the other way. Uh, this, I mean, this album's not Trump. It's pre-Trump. I know. Yeah. I, mean, I know, because see, I, it's how I long this of, has been going on. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I think... When I listen to it, and I, I genuinely like it, and I have that, I've got it on vinyl. I actually paid paid money for it, which I don't do very often. See, to me, it's more, and I'm not a libertarian by any stretch of the imagination. It's more of a libertarian thing to me. Well, yes, okay. Yeah. I've been accused of being libertarian, and then I poke their fucking eyes out because how <laughs> dare you give me a label of something that I don't understand? I am literally too stupid to understand the difference between left, right, and libertarian. Yeah. Because quite frankly. It's all the same fucking turd painted just a different colour. It's, it's just we just need to label things. Look, I I know a hundred percent I could sit down and have a drink with Robbie or or Rich Ward and well, we wouldn't this talk podcast, I don't think they would and we wouldn't talk <laughs> politics because our politics don't line up. But our love of music lines up, so that's yeah. you know that's for me. I, I actually I'm I'm genuinely surprised at your your reaction to this. I really I thought am. you might be. I'm genuinely because, surprised. I, yeah, you I know thought, my friends. I didn't. This is not me trolling. This was like this is just some hard hitting shit, like musically, that you sort of thing. A point. You know, you thought. All right, you know. he liked body count, and <laughs> uh, he look, has a lot of friends that are, yeah, are right wing. They're they're in body count is opposite end of the spectrum to to what this is. So, well, yeah, but, but yeah. still, like, I I guess you'd use that as a friend. I thought, oh yeah, like I and I don't hate my friends for their politics. So I I guessed you thought this is a surefire win. Like I thought it was for you. And we were just both scathing. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm never going to prejudge what you're going this, to think again. No, don't. This album's polarizing, and I think it is one of those, you're going to love it or you're going to hate it. And putting the politics aside, I mean, people go on about Rage Against the Machine. People just, just 
love it. And essentially, they've they've written the same song a dozen times because it's all it's all the same message. So um, yeah. Anyway, that's all right. We're not supposed to like everything. What would be the point of that? But that that um, seven and a half pages, not bad. Yeah, but well, you got to you can't forget though that I I have had such overexposure. Yeah. To politics, yeah. especially the very vocal right wing, and I, unlike a lot of people who are left wing, like if you were to say the things to them that I say, you would get eaten alive. Mm. But I get a free pass because I I'm not a douche. <laughs> oh, nice. Do you know no, what? you're not. I, I said it last life, week. You're, you're such a good guy. But... Life is life is too short. I will I will march and I will protest and I have done that. Um against, I. against the government in support so of refugees for you know for, for equal rights, all that sort of thing. But uh, you know, arguing about politics on social media or, or anywhere else, I I'm, I have life's too short. I wanna I just want to enjoy it. So. Oh no, I don't argue with them. I prove them wrong and then I mock them for the rest of the time. <laughs> it's quite funny because we don't know what we're going to present the other person and it couldn't have been polar opposites. No, I know. Yeah. I wrote that down. It was yeah. literally left-wing versus right-wing. <laughs> and the left-wing just... won by by half a point. It's just yeah, I yeah, I know. I saw that. It's um it's just it's You're lucky because I nearly gave it zero. Ooh. But because I thought of that rhyme at the last minute and it made me <laughs> laugh, everyone should yeah. listen to Rent. Don't listen to Gareth. Listen to Rent. Take the message of no day but today. Forget regret. Life is yours to miss. And live your lives. There we go. Watch Soul. Yeah. Watch no, Pixar Soul. That. No, definitely watch it. It's. I actually I found it an allegory or not allegory like a metaphor for suicide. Oh, all right. So it's 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 quite deep. Okay, it's that's, that's really deep, good. That's a deep animated feature. Okay. Yeah, it's really. But of course, there's some dickhead out there who's turned around and accused it of blackface, animated blackface. So that Chris, Kristen Acuna, you're now in my hated box with that Benjamin Lee dickhead. Take your activism out of your criticisms and criticize a movie or critique a movie for how it was made. Anyways. People are arguing over cartoons now. Jesus Christ. All right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Beautiful movie. Um. Yeah, no, look, uh, uh, but as opposed to this album, I just, yeah. Yeah. No, I, All I right. Okay. I'm glad. I have, I have you, lots of friends you, in you in had. Jordan. You went through, sounds like you th- went through as much pain as I did. So, no, I, I, I was fucking pissed. <laughs> yeah, where I was just bored. I was, I, I, I actually struggled. That's why my review was so long because I had so much to so say much about to it all. Say. And I'm like, I, I, I'm struggling with this. I really am. I've been so incredibly open-minded, and I, I am, when it comes to you know people's politics, I'll listen to yous. Mm. Doesn't mean I'm going to follow what you say and and drop everything and believe you and and you know what I mean like mm. follow your lead. No, but I'll still give you the respect to listen to you. But I do not need it in my art because they are not my friends. I don't have to listen to them, but I did have to listen to them this week. Didn't I? <laughs> I want to. I want to find out what's happening next week. Oh, I, I wrote a joke. Okay. Well, 
Well, you've heard of. Let's finish Dr. with the joke. You've heard of Doctor Teeth? Yeah. Well, those uh, well these Muppets are Doctor No Front Teeth. Wow. Okay. My delivery was terrible. Delivery was shocking. Yeah. And by the way, it was mm. really hard to say redneck rap rock rubbish. <laughs> that was not bad. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. I was actually, I was, I kept complimenting myself all through it. Like, mm. you're doing good. You're doing good. You're not, that was you're great. Not stuffing up as much as what, as normally. Probably because I was so damn passionate. There it is. About what I was saying. It's bringing it out. Oh. Yeah. All right. Anyway, well, we've. We've, uh, pissed we've, each other. We've, we've flogged that horse. It's dead. Tortured each other enough. What have we got in store for next week? Well, you can start. All right. I'm going to start. And I'm going swap. I'm, I'm yep. going full old school this okay. time. It's the latest release, but it's an old school band. The band's called Testament. And the album is Titans of Creation. Okay. Testify. Testify to that. Testament Titans of Creation. This is some old school thrash. Doesn't get much All right. better. Doesn't get much better, obviously, because I only give you good stuff. That's a lie. Okay, well, I'm going to give yep. you something that's another one-act musical. Okay, good. Um, I like them. They're shorter than the two-act jobs. Something that's short. I'm actually giving you two CDs this time because I honestly... I, Unless I was to take out the tracks and create my own mm. album with all the songs, like one has bits that the other one doesn't have okay and one has a new like the second one has a new song so complicated yes all right but one of them has neil patrick harris doogie hauser yep yep know who that kid is yep okay so it's a little show it's Mm. an insignificant not at all important or anything like that Mm. it's just a little violent piece Mm -hmm. called assassins Oh. Okay. I've never By heard Stephen of... Sondheim. Okay, I've never heard of that, but then I hadn't heard of Rent either or any of the other shit that you've given me. So cool. No, well, you're gonna fucking hate this one. <laughs> so I look forward to that. Um, okay, so um, because assassins, I'm ready for you to hate. Rent, right. I was ready for you to embrace. But I'm just, well, just to be certain, Neil Patrick Harris is a gay man. Yes. Right. Okay. So I just have to have bear that in mind before I. You know, get too much hate on there. So, like half the, the Broadway dude, <laughs> what are you talking about? Because well, I just hate it on rent. So, you know, I just want to make sure. I don't want to yeah, hate on all the minorities. Give me, send you, me a, I was going to say, send me a straight white guy, but it's some um, Broadway. So, yeah, you're going to yeah. hate this one. This <laughs> violent. The last violent musical we had you hated. What was Sweeney that? Sweeney Todd. Oh, Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Yeah. Or Bugs so. and Malone. Bugs and Malone, that's violent. Yeah, well, that was violence, and I didn't hate that. Although, no, you know, it had um, it had Scott Bayo in it, and we all hate, hate him. And yet you hate, and yet you love <laughs> Stuck Mojo. <laughs> I see, know. see why I got so worked uh, up. I know. I do. I can't read I any a, of you. It's I not that a... I'm too stupid. <laughs> Anyways, anyway. um, yeah, okay, so we're going to have a special guest next week. Cool, who is it? Well, it's a, uh, um, I'm not sure if we can announce. Oh, okay. Can, can Just... we announce? I mean, I know mm. it's been scheduled and, and all okay. that. Um, well, it's a, it's a friend of mine. Okay. We'll give his initials, mm. JX, and okay. it's somebody who you've seen his work. I guarantee you. All right. 
because of of things he's done and you've probably even seen his name pop up in credits of things so it's he's um he's sort of serviced music let's just say so okay. i don't know now he's he's going back to school i think he's learning music maybe we should ask him about that Yes, no, we will. Um, but he's mm-hmm. had a fantastic career. Yeah. So, anyways, I think we should round, or you should round up, since should you're the one up. hosting. I am hosting it, so we're rounding up. We've got, I've got Assassins with Neil Patrick Harris. You've got Testament Titan Creations. Before next week, if you want to check out what both of us are doing, you can catch me on the Twitters. I am at not Gareth on the Twitters. Head over to wallofsoundau.com and check out. You can check out my glowing review. Of uh, Here Come the Infidels back from April 2016, if you feel like it. And what have you got for us, Aaron? Uh, well, obviously, read the Toniston Tales. Yep. Or buy the Toniston Tales, then read the Toniston Tales. That, that'd be a, a lot better. Buy them on Amazon. Yeah. That's where I bought it. Bought it on Amazon. Yeah, Amazon or the website. Yep. Probably the website's better because the okay. money goes directly to me. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't go to Jeff Bezos, which is a good thing. No, I don't need to, to pay for his shampoo and conditioner. <laughs> Very uh, good. That was a bull joke. That was yeah, mean. No. I do oh. do worry about losing my hair. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, and also send Gareth your hate because yes. what the fuck? Yeah, send me, send me your hate for my right-wing uh, propaganda. It, yeah, and, yeah, and your confusion. Yeah. What what gives, Gareth? Yeah, kind of. Hashtag what gives Gareth. <laughs> Let's get that one going. Let's get right. that one going because it would be more understandable for me to have loved both of these things. <laughs> this is true. And for you to have only loved rent. Anyway. Anyway, on that, we I will see you next week. All right. Okay. Take it. See you next time.